It's time for $2 Six Questions, where our patrons ask the questions and our celebrity guests answer them. To be a part of the fun and listen to archived episodes of the show, go to patreon.com slash $2 late fee and sign up today. We, we, we want to save time for our segment $2 oh. Six Questions okay, yes. so we can get to some questions from our fans, okay. from your fans, not our fans. Well, our fans everybody, and your fans, everybody. everybody. Um, it's a collective fan base. Right. Your fans. <laughs> okay, so the first question is from um, Dean Cameron. Oh! <laughs> Hi, Dean. Hi, Deaner. And he said, um, ask her about going to New York and breaking my heart. Oh, my God. <laughs> no! Oh, no. I was, like, I was like trying to be so cool and just not. I was and just, just maybe we could just not. not I was not, 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 not going to say it. I knew him. I was just saying not. Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh gosh! And it's—I it, mean, it was bad. It was like really bad. I, I, it's going to make me look so bad. Oh no! Well, oh, then um, don't bring it no, up. No. Oh, we, we, no, I mean, I was. This, I this was, wasn't a gotcha question, to be clear. No, we weren't no, like, was, let's was, get her. In a... it was, I, I broke Dean Cameron's heart. I did. Um, he was. He and actually, Dean. This. This is the truth. I mean, he was the first person, first time I felt the, the thing in love. Like I felt it, and then I broke his heart. But that then I then I know later what that was about because. I was I, I would say I would say that we went for unavailable men or whatever, yeah. and I had a therapist tell me that no, you're the one who's unavailable. Mm-hmm. I was scared, like I was really. I mean, yeah. it's it and it wasn't good. I I moved to New York. I was supposed to go for a week. I had a fight with him. Okay, so we had an argument about this pink leather jacket that my mother got me. Rad. It sounds amazing. It was a pink leather jacket, <laughs> and I loved it. Did you get it on Melrose? I think so. Yeah. And I loved it, and I and I wore it, and I and I think I was wearing it when we were going out. And he's like, "Do you have to wear that?" And like, and he and he like said something, and I took it. It's like he hates my mom, you know. Oh, it was like that, yeah, and, yeah. and and then um, and my mom was a character, you know. And so we got in a fight, and then I said, "I'm going to go to New York." Like this is how this is how my life was. I'm going to go. I'm just going to get on a plane and go to New York for a week, you know. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. take a break. Yeah. And I went to New York for, I ended up staying there for like a year. And I ended, I ended up getting a, another series called Midtown, and nobody's ever seen that. And I did the whole series. Zach owns it. I don't own it. He hasn't it's seen so it, great. but he owns it. I do, I do have some of it. And, and, and <laughs> so, I'm a latchkey kid. I've watched a lot of TV. <laughs> he's, he's probably, you, you, you've probably seen it, right? Yeah, yeah. Midtown, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, he, so I, I stayed in New York, and I, and I, and I lied, and I, met, and I met another boy. It was bad. It's very bad. His name was Cameron Dean. Yeah, <laughs> it was bad, it, and it was one. It was one. It was. One, it's one of the like worst things that I've done, actually. Mm. And now I can say that we're starting to be friends again, which I, because of him, I'm here. With right, that's guys, why you're right. on our show, which is like amazing. So thank you, Dean, and you're thank welcome. You, yes, and you're welcome for that question. Okay, any more questions? Uh, <laughs> do you still, do you still <laughs> have that pink jacket, by the way? No, I don't. Okay, I don't. <laughs> um, pink jacket. <laughs> Thank you for going there with us. That was certainly not a gotcha. <laughs> and I know we, we made you uncomfortable. Very dignified. That was not, that was not the intention. Very, and was, I, yeah. You handled that very well. Um, Thanks. We'll, I don't think Dean thinks so. But um, <laughs> we'll find out. Okay. We'll pull it back. Um, what, what what do you miss most about the eighties? <laughs> <laughs> Is that Who's a question? That Is that yeah, a, a yeah. official? That's that's from me. Okay. Oh, cool, okay. Cool. What do I think? I mean, in hindsight, it's like amazing because like. I mean, it's what's weird though. I remember being in the '80s and thinking, "What's the big deal?" I remember thinking that because somebody somewhere was making a big deal about the music. I didn't think, I didn't realize how great the music was. Like, well, I was into the British pop scene, the British punk rock scene, but um, I mean, 
I lived over there. Yeah. I was like, I mean, yeah. I, we're talking more more besides the clash, right? Yeah, I mean, that was I mean like, uh, bow wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I I lived there because of fashion and music. That was the whole thing. But uh, yeah, I love the eighties in England. I loved it in New York too. When I went back to New York, um, it was it was fun. But I, these were like party years for me. Also, I wasn't I was a kid and. I mean, there, there's a there's a story about me and Rob. So I followed Robert back to New York, Robert Downey Jr. And then we were going out one night. There were a, a few of us, and he had an apartment somewhere. It was like it was like in a high rise, I think. And I remember we we were drinking, and we're going to this Mexican restaurant. And then we were out the door, and I saw, there was a fire in a garbage can. Like somebody put a cigarette. May have been me. And and we and we left. <laughs> and we left. <laughs> We left. There was a fire starting, and, they, oh, and, and no. the building didn't burn down, but it burnt. Oh crap! Well, yeah. oh, no. I mean, it happens. That was that was right. that was. I mean, it was that was to paint the story of how, like a little bit out of control we were. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, and 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 nobody realized. I didn't realize that how charmed a life it was. Like, mm. I, it just felt normal to me. That right. was the whole thing. Yeah. You know? Wow. Wow. Right. Crazy. So, would you say you kind of missed that, that freedom, or like? Uh, I miss. I mean, I. I mean, I love. I love the mu- like the music. I think. I think music, music scene was so important to me at that yeah. in that era. So I do miss that. I miss like being immersed in it. Like yeah. it, it was like going to clubs or being in a club. It was like in New York, it was like a, the Mud Club. It was like David Bowie used to hang out there. I mean, it was like amazing. Yeah, yeah. you, you just know? can't recreate yeah. that. And and, 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 and no, and I think that. Now we're never ever gonna have it again, never. ever, 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 no. and that's uh, there's a project. So I, I never, we didn't really speak about this really quick. I, yeah. I became a director. I started directing yeah. and writing and stuff. And I have a documentary that's still not finished, and we're we're thinking about what we're gonna do with it now. I have like forty hours of footage of the Viper Room on the Viper Room. Uh, oh, wow. cool! Because I used to work there. I was saying, and um, so you started filming when you worked there? No, I, no. So I, I, it's all these interviews that I did with cool. people that. That frequented the club Incredible. and um, I played there. It's got a great sound. I system. mean, it's I, I and I actually got um, I just got the the, uh, the there's a little trailer of me like promoting like saying what it's about and I just I looked at it the other day and um, I just sent it to my, to my new agent because it's like you know what and then and then my friend in Berlin who is cutting together my reel, he's like I love this. This is what I what I see the movie to be about yeah. and so it's just like. I'm not thinking about it. There yeah. needs to be yeah. a, uh, a, a, the documentary needs to be made, and then there needs to be a dramatic fictional film as well, like based on the that's, type of room. That's, so that's what I'm, so that's what we're doing pretty much. That's Gotta where I'm going. That's what I'm going to, nar- narrative series, a limited narrative series. That's right what I want to do. Oh, there's perfect. so much, there's enough story. Yeah, f- absolutely. Yeah. Wow, cool, cool. That's awesome. Um, this next question is from uh, David Irons, friend of the show, and he's a writer. He okay. lives in the UK as well. Okay, and, and he's probably a big I... fan of the UK pop music scene. Um, how would you describe the directing differences between Fritz Kirsch and Alex Cox? Oh. Okay, so um, yeah, again, Fritz uh, Kirsch, right? Kirsch, Kirsch? Fritz Kirsch. Apologies, and Fritz yeah. was Just, great. You know, um, apologies yeah. to Fritz. <laughs> I'm sure he's listening. Yeah. Sorry, Fritz. <laughs> I'm sure you're listening, Fritz. Not Fritz Sorry. <laughs> Alex, Alex was um, was a unique, is a unique uh, director. He was was unlike anyone that I had ever worked with. I felt like I don't know, it was punk. It was punk rock. I mean, yeah. it was like everything about it. It was it wasn't like being on a set and like 
I, I can't explain it. He, so he, but he let us go. Like a, a lot of it was, um, go with it, do what you want, and it, it worked. Was the the collection of actors were phenomenal. Yeah, and then Fritz, Fritz was like it was more by the book, you know. Yeah. But but again, he let Robert Robert Downey Jr. and I go. Yeah. Well, that, and again, I'll go back to that point of it, it feels like a very standard uh, by the numbers film at some points. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But then at other points, you're like, no, this is going in weird directions. <laughs> yeah. And I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's a very underrated, underappreciated film. Well, well, this is one last thing about Tough Turf. Um, I, so I met Quentin Tarantino, I don't know, it was, it was many years ago, and I had a music video. I was just I was doing my music, and I had a music video shot from a student at AFI, mm-hmm. and I had the, the video with me, and he was in this restaurant I was in, they were eating breakfast, and I went up to him. I, I interrupted him during breakfast. I never do that. I just wanted to meet yeah. him. Yeah. And I, I gave him my video, and then he goes, you're Olivia Barish, and, and, and I was like, <laughs> and he goes, you are in one of my favorite movies, and I was like, wait a moment, tough, tough turf. turf. Tough yeah. turf. I mean, I'm wearing the shirt, too, you know, so. And, he, and I, I said, and I, I go, are you fucking crazy? Like, are you, are you kidding me? And he goes, no. He goes, Tough Turf is a perfect capsule of the 1980s. Yes. That was David's follow-up. He thought he was asking if, which one captured the 80s. I mean, really. I mean, the petticoats, the hair. Yes. The- yes. <laughs> I had that military or that uh, bomber jacket yes. that um, Spader has Just, in that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because a lot of what we talk about on this podcast uh-huh. is that that feeling of nostalgia with, that takes us back, right, you know, to yeah. how we felt at that time. Yeah. For those that would be watching Tough Turf for the first time, right. you might not be experiencing that. And tonally, you've got a little like Ferris Bueller. Right, you've yeah. got a little, you know, some of the darkest yeah, <laughs> stuff yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it can be, I think, a confusing ride. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's what the 80s yeah. were. That's a confusing the, ride. The 80s was <laughs> yeah. a confusing ride. I mean, I it gets glory, it gets, you know, beautified in, in shows like Stranger Things, but the reality was it was yeah. all over the place it was, for I mean, those who lived it. I remember, there, I don't <clears> know if you guys, in LA, there was a, well, I used to go to Westwood. I was a kid. My mom used to drop me off in Westwood. There was a, a store called Village Muse. I can't believe I just remember the name. Village Muse, and they'd have bands play in store on the weekends awesome. and I, I think I saw Devo, Devo play there and like I mean it was yeah. killer and so, oh, so, man, it, so it, cool. it was like amazing the mu- wow. music and film and all of it together even though it wasn't cool to be uh, a recording artist when you were <laughs> right. filmed then nice callback but it was all for me it was all one one thing, one thing. I mean, I don't understand. It isn't is. that, isn't that yeah. weird? It's yeah. like it, it was like it was like uh, pop culture. The pop culture of the time was pretty phenomenal. Yep, agreed. Well, and I, mean, I feel like nowadays when everyone's, it's not even like you're considered like an actor. You're like an entrepreneur or something. Right. You know, where it's like or uh, what is it? Uh, um, uh, uh, what is it when you're on YouTube? Uh, Oh, influencer? Like influencer. A, yes, or yeah, or a streamer, or a content creator, or whatever. Content creator, yeah. So, are you a movie star? Right. Yeah. Right. So all aspects of whatever you do, like you're going to be utilizing it, and right. you got to hustle, and it's almost it's almost gross. I mean, that's why when you were saying like, <laughs> it really is though, because it's like when you're saying about like we won't have that David Bowie thing again. Like we don't people don't yeah. go places anymore they just kind of go in there going to um, to the screen into the little screen and and that's and and i was talking about that um the other day about it's like we're we're going through this major you know 
change of the world right now. Like yeah. all, and, and, and with uh, the actors and with the writers and you know on yeah. strike and and what is it, AI? AI, and, yeah. And all this stuff and the streamers and the thing is, like, it happens like every every so often. Every how many years is? It? I mean, there's something that changes. Everything and like right. so, what was it right. when the eighties or was it when Pro Tools came out or when, when video you know video and it's not it's like, I was against it. I was thinking, well, it's not film. It's not film, yeah, yeah, right. But then I, then I became a recording artist and then I started producing music and it's like I, I saw what it could do with it and totally. so with, with digital, yeah, yeah. right. But like, but we're going through this thing and now it's beyond digital. You know, the yeah. AI thing. It's yeah. like. I, and I think, and, and people are saying to me, oh, well, it's not going to be the same, you know, having an AI actor, you know, but you know what? It's going to be the same at one point soon because technology is advancing. But the thing is just to, to go with the flow, something I don't know how to do very well. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm actually trying to adjust to do that because um, there's no stopping this stuff, you know what I mean? Yes. I mean, we're in the Wild West. I mean, it's such yes. a great, it's, it's because it's, it's all happening so fast. Yeah. You can't really go with the flow on it because no, you're guess like, not. I need, you know, unless we're at a point where you can package your likeness and your voice for X amount of money, usage, or something, That's right? right. Where it, which is what they're trying to look into. But, yeah, um, yeah. trying to try. You know, it's, how can you? Right. There's, there's how, no legal precedent for how, any of it. How so, can, I mean, yeah. I, just, I just was on the flight back from Oklahoma and we were talking, I'm sitting next to a, a music manager and they were talking about how, um, they just signed. They just signed an AI AI to uh, like Interscope Records. They just made an AI deal. I, and I thought that should be yeah. illegal. That should not be yeah, illegal. It shouldn't be. But they did it. And, and but at the same time, I was telling him they just passed a law for the Grammys this year that AI cannot be nominated. Yeah. Yeah. It's I like saw crazy. That. Who yeah. who would th- who would think that, that we'd we be talking to. about that? Right. You know? Right. Oh my gosh. It's also dumb. Um, but happening so fast and yep. obviously incredibly pertinent. Um, what is a risk that you took during an audition that paid off? Oh, I got one. I got, I yeah. got one. Wow. Yeah. Right, right These away. are good Love questions, it. right? Love it. $2, six questions. Okay. Um, so I had to audition for Oliver Stone for the Doors movie. And, um, and it was, you know, it was, was kind of, it wasn't a cattle call, but there was a lot of, you know, a lot of people. And, um, and and Oliver Stone, he's a trip. He's not. He's he, he's kind of scary if you don't know. I mean, it's, okay. So I go in. And <laughs> I have I have sides, and I, I I read for it, and I knew ahead of time that he was going to read me with all the sex scenes. Oliver Stone did something that's unheard of. He read the the girls for that movie all the sex scenes. He would only read the sex scenes. So half of L.A. was not allowed to go on it. Half of the actresses, uh, Patricia Arquette, told me about the about the audition. She, she knew I was playing music, and she goes, "You should go." I had a Doors song in my set, yeah. and she goes, "You should go for the Doors movie." And she actually gave me the information. I I got my agent to know. I don't know whatever, and so <laughs> right. I go in. I'm ready to read the sex scene, and I I read the sex scene with a. Uh, it was a stand-in of Val Kilmer's, and I didn't take my clothes off, but like. I got Oliver to get off the phone. He's on the phone while you're reading. Wow. And he hung up the phone and he watched. And so I knew I got him. And then I leave. And then I get home. It was uh, answering machine days. And I had a message already from from, uh, my agent that she she says, you're too young to play either of the girlfriends. Oh, man. But Oliver really likes you and he's going to write you into the movie. 
Oh, wow. So okay. this is the risk. So there was the, so there, here comes the risk. So I wanted him to come see me play because we had a door song in the yeah, you know. Yeah. And so I kept inviting him through the casting directors, and he never come. And then and then. I get an, another a callback, and it's a callback for the movie, but I was supposed to be written in, and that was weird. So yeah. I just I show up in Venice. This is another Venice. Another Venice. Sunday, <laughs> and, I, and I show garage. up, and I, and I walk into the lobby, and there are these, like, six-foot-tall, drop-dead, gorgeous models all auditioning for my role. I'm like, what am I going to do? Yeah. And there's one line. There's, there's sides, and there's one line, and to play a groupie, and, and the line is, I love you, Jim. Hmm. So I'm like, I'm screwed. What am I going to do? And I <laughs> I had a guitar in the car, and I went out to the car, and I strapped it on myself. I yes. took it out of the case, strapped it on it, and then I went into his office, my turn, with the guitar on, and I go, Oliver, you were not able to come see me play, and I really wanted you to come see my band play, so I figured I'd come play for you. Yes. And, and the long pause, and he goes, okay, go ahead. And I did, and then he stopped me like, uh, halfway through, he stopped me at the at, after the first chorus, and he starts screaming at his casting director. He goes, "Why the fuck didn't you tell me how talented this girl is?" And then he goes, "Do you want to sing in my movie?" He goes, "You're gonna sing in my movie." Yeah. And they kept yelling at I never went up for the cast with this casting directors ever again. <laughs> but I said I sang in this movie, and I sang one of my own songs. I still get um, publishing for it. Wow. I mean, it's crazy. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. The folk Folk awesome. Yeah, this um, um, the song is called. Oh my god! Uh, it's called "Who's Walking Away." Oh my away. gosh, you're good. Yeah we're, yeah, we're good. We do a little bit of research. That's pretty just good. Just a little bit. Um, wow, that's an amazing <laughs> story, and I love that. And it's not the first time we've heard Oliver Stone being a little cuckoo. There's one part of the story. A girl came Please. out of his office in tears, like sobbing and, and ran and ran out and I didn't know what happened until afterwards oh my god oh god he um and I was going in next and he so he he he, he had the 8 by 10 he took the 8 by 10 of the girl and she's reading and he's doodling on the 8 by 10 oh, no. and then he shows it to her and he it's like a penis in her mouth it's bad Cancel, cool guy, and, and cool I, guy, what I, a cool guy. But I wasn't. But I, so I, cool. He didn't scare me. It was like it was, he liked no. me because I was like you know, and 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 he actually wrote me into more of the, more of the film. I was like, Amazing. He, 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 so I mean, <laughs> that's as he should because you're unbelievably talented. Thank you. Clearly, that's why you're on our show. But uh, but seriously. Anyway, like that's my Oliver Stone. Story. I would love to draw something on his face. Um, <laughs> well, I just, sure. I just love too that you're like he's on the phone when you're reading. Like yeah. that's, no, really, that's really, what's known. I mean, really that's was. what he does. He's no. always got those calls no. to make while you're auditioning for his so movie. So busy, like, so busy right he now. He really yeah. was, and I, and wow. I, I was, I was mad. I was like, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna like kick it in. And, and, yeah, and then, yeah, good for and you. Then, and then, and then I saw, I heard him and saw him put down the phone. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Hang on a minute. I have, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. My, the last oh my question is from my mom, Carol okay. McKee. Uh, she wants to know what's your favorite song to cover when you do uh, when you when you're playing. What's your favorite song to cover? Oh my gosh, because I didn't I didn't really cover. I I had one song I covered, which was the Door song. That was strange. But what, what, what song was that? Uh, it was Break On Through the other song. Okay, right on. I'm cool. trying to think of what I would cover now. I mean, I, I mean. Bowie would be something Bowie probably. Yeah, okay. I mean, I love Bowie. I I love uh, oh God. Oh, you pretty things. I mean, there's so much that I love about him. Yeah. I also love Radiohead. Yeah. But that's not that's not easy to. Co I I pick the people that the. How can you cover them? Do you have a favorite Radiohead album? Radiohead's hard. Uh, okay, computer. 
Okay. Interesting. Because I, I saw them on the Karma Benz Karma Police tour. is on that? Yeah. I saw them yeah. when they toured on the Benz at Slim's yeah. in San Francisco yeah. with about I played there. 100 people. Oh, you did? Yes, Slim's? Yep. I played there. At nice. several, oh, yeah. that's a great venue. Wow. They, they, yeah. they played Slim? Yeah. That's small. In 1994. Wow. And I just I know that because the yeah. it was on the, uh, it was, uh, sorry, this was 95 because it was on their yeah, uh, get it the right. Benz tour. Get it, it was right. on the Benz okay. tour. Yeah. So, and, and they played Fake Plastic Trees. Because oh. the Benz is my I favorite album. I, I know I, it's a little I, bit more of their mainstream. I love it. But, I love it too. And Tom York comes out Tom and he gets right in my face. We were right up in front. Oh. Girl I was with. Stop like, stalking me, you idiot. He's like, you get the one kind of eye. I know, he's like, He's getting right up in my face, and, and and the girl I was with at the time, she's like, "Isn't this amazing?" I go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'm focusing." You know? yeah. <laughs> I wanted to marry him. I, I want, I, I wanted to, I wanted to work with those guys because, and 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 then, and then they score. I mean, it's like they're, ma- yeah. they're, ma- amazing. they're amazing. Well, you will, you will, you put it out to the universe. I know. It'll I'm come back to you. Out there. Um, Thank you for coming on our show Yay. and putting this out into the universe. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this yep. is the beginning of many more opportunities to have you on and That's talk cool. pop culture and all yeah. sorts of fun things. Yeah. It's been great. Thank you so much. Who the fuck took my Cokes? All right, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a four... Is it five-star rating? (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. We really... Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. If you listen to us on Spotify, that's great too. And you can find us on the internet. (laughs) Don't forget to check out our website at $2LateFee.com. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook at $2LateFeedPodcast. We'll see you next time. We did it. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.